Hi, everybody. Uh, thanks for joining us today. I'm uh, so fortunate to be joined today by uh, Dr. Frank Clark, uh, who is a friend of our orchestra, and uh, he also now serves as a clinical assistant professor at the University of South Carolina School of Medicine in Greenville, and also medical director and division chief for adult inpatient and consultation liaison services for the Department of Psychiatry and Behavioral Medicine at Prisma Health. Uh, Frank and uh, we got to know each other several years ago. Uh, you were doing, I think, your residency in Colombia at That's the correct. time, I think, and you were on our board, uh, board of uh, directors uh, for a while. Then you moved away uh, out of town. I think you went to, was it Blacksburg? Uh, near Blacksburg, Radford, oh, yeah. Virginia, which is about 20 to 30 minutes away from right. Blacksburg. And now, uh, now he's back in Greenville, but he, uh, he's, he now serves on our advisory council uh, for the orchestra. And uh, we are so fortunate uh, to be able to uh, work together on our new initiative, uh, which is called TuneIn. And it has to do with mindfulness, meditation, and music. And we, we thought this would be such an important initiative, uh, especially during the current COVID-19 crisis, as well as a lot of the turmoil that uh, all, many of us, are, all of us are facing today uh, around the country, around the issues of uh, social justice, racial justice, and so on. Uh, this, we thought this would be a timely, uh, timely project to take on for, for our listeners, for our uh, supporters, uh, for ourselves, really. Uh, as well. So we're just going to chat a little bit uh, and I'm just, uh, uh, Frank, if you wouldn't mind uh, sort of starting off by sort of, uh, and I, because I, I must admit I'm not as well versed in this arena of mindfulness and, and meditation. Uh, so if we could kind of define it a little bit and how, how the music, especially the first piece that uh, we are partnering which is the Nimrod variation by Elgar, uh, how, how maybe that particular piece of music might help uh, in that regard. Absolutely, and, and Morihiko, I just wanted to thank you for having me on today. It's, it's an honor and I'm um, happy to partner with you in the, in the Philharmonic in this, in this initiative. Yeah. So mindfulness, the way I would describe it is, is being aware of our feelings. It allows us to go to a, a different headspace. And during that time, that, that headspace that we're in, we can basically, what I would say is, take out the trash, anything that is overwhelming us, whether it be anxiety, stress, uh, the current crisis that we're, uh, we're all, that we're all affected by, whether, whether it's COVID uh, pandemic or the, as you mentioned, the racial injustices that have plagued our country for hundreds of years. Um, I think about mindfulness as a, uh, a meditation uh, that allows me to be kind to myself, to show compassion to myself, and to, for that moment, whether it be three minutes, five minutes, or 10 minutes, I can be at peace. Um, and hopefully after I have participated in that mindfulness exercise, I can be restored, I, feel, I can feel rejuvenated, and I can get back to my day that is usually quite busy, as you can, as you can imagine. We all have busy lives. And so sometimes we're so consumed in our thoughts and and emails and we're trying to um, balance as best we can. But I think mindfulness allows us to um, be better in terms of balancing uh, the priorities and, and it allows us to
feel whole. So uh, it's something that I implement in my practice with my patients. Um, I survey diverse patient population, those suffering from depression, anxiety, schizophrenia, anxiety, uh, excuse me, bipolar disorder, substance use disorders, as well as personality disorders. And so um, sometimes it's easy for us to um, filter in negative thoughts if, if we're kind of feeling hopeless and there's despair, which, you know, right now we, we have clear examples of that in our country. But for me, at least, and I know for others who I've worked with um, and colleagues, mindfulness um, for me gives me hope. Um, and again, it, it gives me a sense of peace that, again, for that moment, um, I can be kind to myself and practice uh, happiness and patience. Great. I like to kind of focus a little bit on the whole rejuvenation uh, idea, too, because, um, you know, for me, and I'm sure many of my colleagues who are, you know, who are musicians uh, as well, you know, when, when we listen, for us, it's, um, it's not a relaxing uh, activity uh, per se, because, you know, we are so actively engaged. With, with the sound that we hear. And, but as a result though, you know, and uh, throughout this project, you know, there will be sort of a mix of orchestral performances. I mentioned the Elgar, which is the very first piece, uh, but there will be uh, some music by Bach, for instance, uh, and, you know, his, uh, the music that he wrote for unaccompanied solo string instruments, for instance, and some of those movements just have such a, such a spiritual dimension to it, but also it's so complex. So it's for us, um, when we listen to it, we can't really turn our minds off per se, but our minds are so actively engaged. And then what I find is that at least, you know, for me, I find, I, I feel myself re-energized and, and, and with a renewed sense of focus uh, to kind of go through the rest of rest of the day or whatever, you know, whatever uh, we need to do. So I guess that's that's okay then, right? Like for for that still works for the mindfulness and meditation because you know maybe there might be people out there who you know think well meditate it needs to be relaxing and just kind of empty our empty our minds so to speak. I mean, but it doesn't necessarily always have to be that. It doesn't. It looks you know it's different strokes for different folks, and so I, I think mindfulness is what you make of it. Um, everyone responds to things or have, will have a reaction um, to things uh, and may see things differently. And so, you know, I, I have a love for classical music. You know, if you, if, if you were to play Beethoven's Fifth Symphony um, or Moonlight Sonata, you and, my, you and I may come away with different feelings of, uh, about that piece. And, and some of that may be based on our experiences, but at the end of the day, um, your rejuvenation may be, may be different than my, um, but, but we both feel rejuvenated and for, for various reasons. So um, it, it's kind of like doing a workout, right? You, you, you're, not, you're not doing the workout to compete with someone else. You're doing the workout for your own mental and physical well-being. And so that's what I think about um, in terms of mindfulness. It's, it's our moment, our time, no one else's, and, and people can't tell us how we should feel after hearing something um, or you know, well, I felt this way. Well, that's okay. Um, you know, we are entitled to feel the way we feel and our feelings are valid. And so we have to honor that. And that's a way of honoring our, our mind, body, and soul, going back to that self-compassion. 
right? And you know, in terms of um, how how we set up the very first release, so to speak, um, I just love, and you will hear this when you listen to the whole track, is that so you recorded, um, so you know, I, I guess there are some guided meditation in which uh, there it's sort of a, a spoken guide throughout the piece. Uh, but instead of doing that, we decided to have you sort of set our mind and body ready for the experience before the piece. And uh, but you recorded this, I think. Well, you you recorded your narration, which is which is brilliant. Um, just I I found myself being in a better uh, find myself in a better place just listening to your introduction a few times, especially to do with the the breathing, getting your uh, breath, you know, which again for musicians is such a big part of what we what we do for a living. But you know, you don't always think of it in terms of our own well-being uh, related. How breathing is so important for that. Uh, but you also uh, sent sent me a, a, a sound of nature or birds. Is that from your where you live? Is that Absolutely. So I, um, <laughs> when I, I record, I, tr I had multiple recordings and every time I was trying to record uh, my voice uh, in the setting of the birds, I, I heard car engines or I heard kids, <laughs> you know, having, you know, frolicking, um, you know, in the pool and um, in their backyards, which is great, but not, not good for a, a, a piece. <laughs> so I um, then decided, well, let me just do a recording of the chirping of birds outside of our patio. And uh, I was glad that you were able to superimpose that um, the piece. And I, I think that um, our listeners will, will enjoy it because uh, when I heard um, the version, um, it, it, it really fits perfectly um, with, with, the, um, with the narration or, or the guided um, meditation, excuse me. And so, um, those, those, I, I love um, where we live. Our, our patio is, um, it's a perfect setup for mindfulness um, in terms of, every, I was just out there this morning uh, meditating and, and reading scripture, and I, I just was able to be at peace. Um, it was raining and the birds were chirping and it was harmonious in a, in a lot of ways just to hear, you know, different species of birds singing to one another. And, you know, we talk about, um, at least it, it kind of made me think, especially given everything that's going on in our world right now of that, what I heard this morning and what I hope people will hear um, with the uh, soundtrack is the diversity um, that, um, that we can see even in, even in um, uh, God's beautiful creation of birds. And if we could appreciate the diversity of birds chirping it would be great for us to appreciate the diversity, um, whether it be based on our skin color, our gender, our sex, or sexual orientation. So those were some things that I was reflecting on today. But those birds are—they're—they're—they're uh, they're, they're real birds. Nothing um, really I googled. It's—it's it's the birds outside of our patio. Right, and you know, it—it seems that, especially you know, during the last, you know, these days, I think, uh, in this country, I feel like. You know, we often say music has the power to heal, um, and it's it's. I think it's more true than ever, really, uh, ever before. And I think part of the part of the process too is that I think healing through, and re-energizing and refocusing through through 
mindfulness practices and meditations uh, through music. Uh, you know, I think it's, I've, I've, I found it sort of, it's so important to do it on a regular basis. Yes. Now it's sort of kind of, um, it's, it's like doing a minor, minor tune up uh, with, with a machine or, you know, what have you like each day a little bit, I think um, is, uh, is, um, is a very helpful uh, practice or habit, I think, to get into for all of us today. So hope that, you know, we hope that uh, a lot of listeners out there will take, take these regular releases and use that as a way to um, be, you know, be, be one with ourselves, so to speak. And so that we can, so we can, so we can go out and uh, do whatever, you know, <laughs> uh, for, for, for me being a shy, being person, a shy person, you know, these, you know, these uh, uh, Zoom meetings are very stressful <laughs> <laughs> I, I, for me personally. So, you know, it will, might be just a Zoom meeting, so, you know, whatever, whatever that uh, might be on somebody's mind uh, would be great. And uh, just the last word, a little bit about the about the first piece that we, we chose for this, which is, uh, as I mentioned, it's Nimrod from a piece called Enigma Variations by Edward Elgar, probably best known for Pomp and Circumstance March that, uh, that everybody uh, uses for graduation ceremonies. Um, but that particular piece or that particular performance of the piece that, that you, you'll be hearing uh, was uh, made this past October. And it was an unplanned piece. It was it was not originally on the program for that particular concert. Uh, what happened was we lost one of our beloved musicians in the violin section, Tim Baker, um, and you know he was he was such a, a big-hearted, warm character, radiant, great musician, and we all loved him. And it was it was such a blow for us to lose one of our own like that, uh, somebody so young too, you know, as we're about to embark on a new season. So, you know, we found out essentially like a day before or so. So the morning of the concert during the dress rehearsal, we just passed that music out. Uh, it's a piece that's familiar to many of us. So uh, if not all of the musicians in our orchestra. So we essentially read through it and then we we performed it as a part of our tribute and thanks to uh, you know celebrating the life of Tim Baker at, at the performance and that's the recording that um, you know we'll be using and so so for for our musical family in our orchestra you know listening to this particular uh, piece you know it'll it'll bring to us different probably different sets of emotions and um, different memories, different, uh, different kind of listening experience as well as a meditate, meditating experience uh, for us. But so that's, you know, that's sort of the backstory for that uh, particular piece. But, but Frank, you, you, you have mentioned to me earlier that as you were listening to this particular piece, uh, kind of, if you don't mind sharing with us, like where, 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 it, where the piece took you or your mind to. Yeah, so I've probably listened to the Nimrod now at least 10 times. And every time I listen to it, I, I reflect on that. And I, I still come back to a nature scene. And it 
when I was um, reflecting on it today, it reminded me of um, Psalm 23, where it talks about the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want for anything. He allows me to, uh, or leads me to grassy meadows or green pastures. And when I hear the Nimrod, I think about being in those pastures, those green pastures where I can bask in the sun, I can feel the grass, I can smell you know, the, 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 the fresh aromas, whatever those may be, um, I can be present for that moment. And, you know, I hearken back to, um, you know, again, everything that's going on in our world right now, we need uh, to find, we need to have that sense of hope. And when I listen to this piece and I think about Psalm 23, um, and lying down in those green pastures, I have hope. Uh, my body is restored. I'm mindful of how I'm feeling. And it gives me a sense of peace. And so, you know, um, in different faith communities, we talk about the, the Sabbath and we always think about a day of rest. Well, I think about mindfulness as moments of rest. That, to your point, we should all be doing, having these moments of rest during our days. Um, uh, work-life balance can be difficult. Again, you know, we're, we're constantly being inundated with emails and, and trying to do the best we can to not only meet our needs, but meet the needs for, for me, for example, as, as a physician, trying to meet the needs of my patients. But we all have to replenish our tank. And what better way to do that than to lie in a green pasture for four or five minutes and have those mindfulness moments that can be a part of our life each and every day. The last thing I'll say is, um, and I'm a former musician, but you know, one of the things that we know as musicians is that practice makes perfect, right? Uh, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice, practice, practice. Well, same thing with mindfulness. How do we? How are we able able to be um, more mindful and and to meditate and be more effective? Well, we have to practice, and so that's what I want to encourage all of our listeners today. I hope that they enjoy the peace. I hope that they enjoy the guided meditation. Uh, but most importantly, I, I hope that they walk away with a sense of hope and peace and that um, that they will practice this each and every day so that you know they can have multiple Sabbaths and again, just for that moment and, and feel at peace. Yeah. Thank you so much for uh, your words and your your partnership in this and uh, hope to uh, see you in person <laughs> soon but yes absolutely yeah. and thank you thank you